Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 459. Pepsi, which was invented by a North Carolina drugstore owner, was once called Brad's Drink and changed to Pepsi five years later because he believed that it helped stave off dyspepsia, which is indigestion. Hath, you buying that? <laughs> sure. I, I think it causes indigestion. The more soda I drink, the more indigestion I have. So maybe we're... Bubbles help, I think. Okay. One of the things that has changed so much since we went to university, um, how long ago was that now, Hep? Whoa. Uh, 15, 16 years. 17, 18 <laughs> years. What's the fact that back then, the only way you could really kind of spread your ring, wings and experience the world while going to school was by studying abroad. And that was usually, you know, first semester. Some people went for a whole year, but that was about it. But now with amazing online learning programs like Oregon State's eCampus, you're able to earn your degree while doing things you love, which if you're listening to this podcast, means traveling, including Daniel Robertson. So this is a pretty cool story. Played pro baseball in the majors, hopping coast to coast while earning his bachelor degree along the way. So Oregon State eCampus, they're consistently ranked in the top 10 in U.S. News and World Report. They've got over 80 different programs so that you can earn your degree. Some of them even advanced degrees like master's degrees um, while getting to be out in the world and getting the travel. You can check all that out by heading to ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash peanuts. But if you do check it out, remember, use our link. We get a little love from the OSU people. Do you know Oregon State University's mascot? I don't think so. Because it's, it's not the Ducks. That's, that's the, Oregon. That's Oregon. That's University of Oregon. The Beavers. The Beavers. So we get some luck from the from the Beavers over there. If you use our link, ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash peanuts. Go check it out. Lightning struck in an open plain. And we forgot this old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way. feel like the new intro music really hits home entering a new year, right? Yeah, I love it so much. It just kind of makes me nostalgic for traveling. <laughs> so maybe it's because we've come off a year of very little travel, but we love our new intro song um, by our good friend, Kaylin Bohr, who recorded it just for us, special EPOP exclusive. Oh, an EPOP <laughs> exclusive. So thank you for that, Kalem. Yeah, we've got some new intro music. We love it. If you want to check it out, check more of his stuff out. Kalem, K-A-I-L-E-M, last name Bohr, B-O-E-R. You can find it on Spotify. And today, guys, we've got a double header. If you're watching on Instagram Live, we're recording two in a row, back to back. We're starting with... Best drinks, best drinks of 2020. I was and if 
you're gonna, watching us. I was going to say, I cheered you during the intro and then I saw you, you know, double think if you were going to actually take a sip. I think it's bad luck to not sip after you cheers. I was just making sure I didn't <laughs> dribble it down my shirt because now we're on video for people on Instagram live or if you're watching later on Instagram, you can watch some video. If you listen to podcasts, you won't see it all, but we've got a mimosa in our hand. Both of us mm-hmm. have mimosas in our hand. We're going to take a little sip here because we're talking best drinks and this is part of our six part year in review. So we've done our travel stats. We've done our travel superlatives. And now we were going to do best meals, but we decided, all right, sometimes you get drinks before your meal, you know, Mm -hmm. pre-dinner drinks. We're going to do best drinks now, then go into the best meal of every day, desserts. And (laughs) then we'll go back to the best meals and cap it off with best experiences. So if you're watching on Instagram live, you can watch us daily do that. If you're listening to podcasts, these will come out after each other each week, so you can check them out as they come out as well. However you are listening, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for supporting us. And if you are on Instagram Live, please let us know. We've Heather's got the iPad here. She's watching your comments. And if you're listening on the podcast, we're going to ask you to play along at a later date. Reach out to us at Extra Pack of Peanuts on Instagram. That's the fun part. One of the fun parts of doing this podcast. Yeah, it's hearing from everybody who's listening and or watching because we love connecting with you and especially in a year and now a new year where we haven't been able to socialize out in the world as much as we would like. So it's nice to kind of get online and... And I reach out to people. And I guess I'm calling it a podcast, but now we should call it a show. Yeah. Because we're on multiple platforms. So on the Extra Pack of Peanuts show. Mm. So we're talking best drinks. Heather's list is a lot more extensive than my list. Uh, We'll get into a little bit of why that is. So Heather, you have, did you get to 10 or were you at nine? I have 10. You have 10 best Mm -hmm. drinks. I have five, so I'm just going to let you start rattling off rather than call them honorable mentions. Now, we're going to let you go 10 to five, and then I will, I'll jump in at mm-hmm. five, and we'll go from there. As always, when we do our lists, I have no idea what's on Heather's list. Mm-hmm. She has no idea what's on my list unless she's peeking at my computer, unless I'm peeking at her computer right. over there, which I'm not. I don't have eyesight that's good enough to see that far. Um, so... I mean, anything to say about drinks in general or the topic of best drinks in 2020 before we actually get to the list? Well, you said that there was a reason why I had more drinks than you, but then you didn't say what the reason was. Well, okay. I mean, let's (laughs) put it out there. I just did not drink very much. Mm -hmm. I was attempting to get more fit, attempting to lose weight. I actually did a program where I wasn't allowed, well, not allowed, (laughs) self-imposed, not drinking any alcohol for 105 straight days, which is about a third of the year. And I wasn't drinking much before that or drinking much after that. Anyway, the reason we didn't do, as we normally do, a best, uh, a special ones for best coffee, and then we usually do best wine, and then we do best beer, is that we just didn't drink a ton of beer. So we no. decided to lump it all together into a best drink. So some of your drinks are going to be coffee, Heath, some mm-hmm. wine. Mm-hmm. So it's an alcoholic, non-alcoholic, yeah. same with me. Yes, and I actually, I don't really have any wine on this list because, mm-hmm. well, I haven't... <laughs> haven't gone out we haven't been to any wineries i mean other than i guess i can have an honorable mention that my favorite wine at the moment is pinot noir by Naomi. that's not sponsored or anything like that it's just been sponsored show by Naomi. <laughs> i wish yeah you'd be send over that free that wine show. um yeah so i that's my favorite wine to drink and you just did find a good boxed wine that you said, yes. especially the packaging. I thought that might be yes. on your list. You're well, very excited about this. I mean, it's 
good, but it's not going to make a top 10 because it's it's boxed wine. I have nothing against boxed wine, but I had both last night. I had a glass of Mayomi um, during in the new year. And then, you know, my sisters were here. And so we all drank the bottle. There's only four glasses. So <laughs> after my glass, I had to switch over to the box of Quadrum, it's called. I found it at our local grocery store and it's a Spanish boxed wine. Spanish red blend. And the box is really beautiful, which is what the, um, you know, the packaging drew my eye to it and I bought it so it is pretty good but after you drink a really nice bottle okay. it's not like I'm <laughs> the a box, box wine is fan. gonna be better than a really nice bottle as hard as they try to me box wine is the best of all worlds because I'm not a I have no <laughs> discerning palate mm -hmm. so I guess best of all worlds uh maybe not in taste mm. but value you know environmental impact mm -hmm. the fact that it doesn't go bad I just there should Everything should start coming in boxes, if, if you're asking me with wine. You know how beer has made the shift from glass bottles to cans, where it used to be cans were mm. the crappy beer and bottles were higher class, and now all the craft breweries are switching to cans because they're cheaper and they're actually better for beer? That should start. I would love to see that trend take off in wine, and I know probably wine purists out there, or not even wine purists, anyone who likes wine is probably like, Trav, you're an idiot. <laughs> might be probably am but a lot of people would have said that about canned beer and now that has completely flipped the paradigm is completely flipped so my hope fingers crossed is that box wine becomes more ubiquitous and good and you can get really really good box wine because it is just it's better value and it's cool that you it'll last longer that's a one bad thing about wine right you yeah, open up a bottle of wine and you're drinking by yourself you don't want to finish it yeah, you put the cork back in, but... Yeah, it doesn't stay as good if it takes you a couple of days to drink it. And since Trav's barely been drinking this year, you And know, especially not wine. I'm just... <laughs> especially not wine. As you can tell, I don't like know much about it. Um, wine is one of my favorite things to drink, especially I feel when we are at the beach house and I'm sitting on the deck. It just seems right. <laughs> it just seems right that I'm drinking a just glass Just like a mimosa <laughs> on New Year's Day sounds right as we're recording this podcast. Let's get into your top 10 then. Again, I have five. So why don't you start us off number 10? Number 10. So I didn't do this really in any particular order. Usually I am a stickler for being like, this was my number 10 up to my number one. And you're always like, well, they're not in any particular orders. What? I love orders. Sometimes though, in the past couple of podcasts, I've, you, I've you, changed you've it up, changed up a little up bit. bit. Okay. So new year, new you. All right. right. You new year. I know. Don't and care I'm, about your rankings. I'm in the sweats and Trav is wearing a nice outfit. I was like, wow. Well, I didn't dress up for New Year's Eve last night, so I thought, mm -hmm. well, I can at least put on a button-down shirt for sure. this podcast. Um, we swapped identities. Swapped I identities. drank more last year than Trav, which in previous years was the opposite because, you know, I was pregnant for a lot of those years, and you were on a big beer binge uh, for some of those years. So I was really light on the drinking podcasts, and now... I'm heavy All right. on the drinking. Yeah. Uh, so I my number, <laughs> so my number ten. Uh, I did coffee first. My 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 first four are coffee, and then right. the other six are um, alcoholic beverages. Uh, so I'll just jump in with my number ten, which is a coffee spot in Wilmington, North Carolina. As you know, if you've listened to the podcast, that's where our beach house is, and so. Not going out much in 2020. The only coffee shops that I really have on my list are from Wilmington, North Carolina. And that is Outpost Coffee Company, which is a really fun spot in this 
new developing area of Wilmington where it's all shipping containers, like a shipping container community. There's a co-working space there. There's some apartments in shipping containers. And then there is like a market, an outdoor slash indoor market uh, where you can get food and this coffee and there's a plant shop. It's all really cute and fun. And the coffee was pretty good. So, and also it's drive up. So it's a fun way to support this place if you live in the Wilmington area because it they opened it during the pandemic and it's right. actually a drive-through shipping container coffee shop to cater to people, you know, not being able to go into coffee shops. You could just drive up. So the, there's not too many like craft coffee shops that have a drive-through. So I think that's pretty unique and pretty cool. Yeah, Outpost is really neat. And that, yeah, that container, what do they call it? Uh, now I'm blanking on it, but Container Village or something. Yeah. It's not that big. It's like a block and a half, but... Neat little spot, really cool vision, and a really nice way to take what was a super industrial kind of beaten down era of Wilmington and start to revitalize it with all the container. There's like nine container apartments, and then, as you mentioned, co-working space and uh, burger joint and stuff like that, plus the coffee place. All right. Number 10, yeah, Outpost there, Coffee. Did you say that there's like a craft cocktail and beer place, which we didn't actually drink I at? I didn't. Yeah, that one part of that shipping container is that, so it's perfect for this podcast. You can get coffee and get a drink. There you go. <laughs> number nine. My number nine is from one of my all-time favorite roasteries, coffee shops that I've never been to physically in person because it's in Chicago. Shout out to Mikey Desir, Mm -hmm. very good friend of the podcast. (laughs) He first sent us a bag of the Dark Matter coffee beans, which I then became obsessed with. It's been on the podcast a lot. Trev started ordering me monthly subscriptions. Then they got a five pound (laughs) bag option, which is cheaper. So I've got multiple, I bought multiple five pound bags this year from Dark Matter in Chicago of their unicorn blood Blend, espresso, espresso blend, blend, which is was your favorite. Right. But that is not what is on my list this year. On my list this year from Dark Matter are the cold brew coffee cans that Trav surprised me with at some point during current quarantine and just arrived on our front porch. And, you know, I love cold brews and the um, draft lattes and things like that. But when you get them in a can, I find that they're not as good, obviously, as getting them from the coffee shop, like in Philadelphia and a lot of cities on the east coast have la colombe who i guess say they invented, uh, invented the draft, draft latte, latte. <laughs> sorry <laughs> say they did i assume they wouldn't lie about right. it but now it's pretty ubiquitous all over at least in the united states and they also sell them at places local retailers even target has la colombe draft lattes the can is just not as good as getting it from the draft however hot take Hot take, take. everyone. All right. Hey. Dark matter is like you open that can and it's so smooth and so creamy and it even has like a nice layer of foam on the top. I don't know how they do it in a can. It's so delicious. So Trav got me a variety pack that came with four different ones. I have to say that the Chocolate City and the Vanilla Suburbs were my favorite. They are delicious. I could drink them every day. And I believe, because I did some research into this and, and actually called the people to ask them, those are their... Like everyday ones, right. like those are their flagships. They'll have them, and then if you get a variety pack, they then have two kind of revolving ones. So the vanilla, what well, right. Chocolate City and Vanilla Suburbs were the ones that they always have, and then they have two others that they put in with a variety pack. And those mm-hmm. ones are are usually funkier. Like those are experimental. You 
didn't like you liked them, but you said, hey, if I was yeah. getting if I could just pick one, it'd be Chocolate City and then Vanilla Suburbs is also yes. very good. Yes. And they, they weren't overwhelmingly like chocolate or vanilla. They're just really well done. So if you want some really delicious coffee in a can, I would go with the Dark Matter. Interestingly enough, the first place that we saw that mm-hmm. there was that there was Dark Matter cold brew coffee cans was at, and I believe this is probably on your list, mm-hmm. Bespoke Coffee in Wilmington. Mm-hmm. We just happened to go in. You were getting a drink there. Mm-hmm. And I looked in the fridge and I said, whoa, these are cold brew coffee cans. And I love looking at the design because it's very similar to, to craft beer, right? People are doing really cool stuff, design, mm-hmm. marketing. And so I'm looking at this and I was like, this is from Dark Matter. Oh my gosh, this is the same Dark Matter. We didn't know they did cold brew. Mm-hmm. They had it there at Bespoke. You know, then I realized you could order it online. I asked right. them, how long have you had this? Like, oh, we just rolled this out. And I said, mm-hmm. I found it in North Carolina, yeah. guys. Like, yeah, they're yeah. one of our first partners. So uh, serendipity there. And a shout out because I just saw that A Home for Rad just joined our Instagram live. And that is Mike and his wife, Kate, Katie. And um, yeah, they're the ones who introduced us to First Matter in Dark, dark Matter, matter dark <laughs> in matter. the first place. Uh-oh, that mimosa, half of mimosa <laughs> oh sitting you. My mouth is getting a little like, I need to get oh, some well, water. you've really like drink a lot of yours. Wow. It's, it's half a mimosa. <laughs> We're already 12 minutes in, so. Uh, so anyway, thank you so much to Mike and Katie for recommending the Dark Matter. And my number eight, if you want to do the- um, The drum roll. The drum here. roll right, is actually Bespoke Coffee. So it was my very next one. Super cool place. Yes, Trav's already uh, spoken about it. It's really cool right in downtown town Wilmington near the river walk so great coffee great people really nice vibe inside uh so definitely yeah, it's everything it you want out of a coffee mm-hmm. shop and I as I said don't drink coffee although I keep trying <laughs> I will continue to try coffee until eventually I like it or I die um <laughs> And okay. who knows which will come first. But I love coffee shops for the same reason I love breweries. I love local supporting local stuff and people being able to put their own spin on it and, you know, designing spaces. I mean, people just do a really good job. And Bespoke is one of the coolest ones that we've seen, uh, at least especially this year. Mm-hmm. But overall, just got a really neat aesthetic, cool building. Check it out. Bespoke Coffee um, right there. Yeah. Right in downtown Wilmington. Yes. All right. So then we are up to my number seven. Number seven. So this is my last coffee option on this best drink. And it's to the alcohol, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, This is not a place that we went to for coffee, but we ordered their beans. We've been to this place. And Trav surprised me with like a lot of fanfare. (laughs) He was... He ordered this coffee for me. He's like, you will never guess where I ordered these beans from. You know, I'm trying to guess all over the U.S. He tried to give me some clues and some hints. I well, did the, the not hint figure I it gave out. you was something like we've been there, but yeah. you haven't had their coffee, right. which obviously doesn't make Bizarre. much sense <laughs> if you're if I'm saying that I bought you coffee beans because I went on this kick where. She loves unicorn blood from Dark Matter, which we just talked about. We bought all these five pound bags. We had that, but I wanted to. I keep wanting to try, try something. Mm-hmm. You know, to get her something that's just as good. So I saw that this place, which has been on our best drinks list in the past, Mm -hmm. but not for coffee. So if anyone else is trying to guess, take a guess there. I saw that they started doing coffee and I know what it is. That is True Tree House Brewing Company from Massachusetts makes some of the best. It's probably the best ranked brewery in the U.S. They just started doing coffee. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you do beer well, 
Yeah, and you're, you're that not like just, attention to detail. Yes, it's very. You're, you're probably going to kick butt when it comes to coffee. Yes, it's very intentional what they do at Treehouse. Their beer is exceptional. They went from brewing at a farm, I think, which we went to one time well, years in, in, in a tree. Like our like, original one was yeah. like a treehouse in one of their backyards right farm and we drove like an hour and a half off the highway the first time to go there on a saturday on our way home from new hampshire and the line was hours long so we just had to abandon our pursuit um and get back in the car and drive now since then they've opened a huge brewery uh where you can i don't you can go in. Yeah, you can go in. Well, I mean, well, I don't I mean, know with COVID, COVID right but now. Yes. But anyway, you can go in. You could drink. No they have a tap room. You can right. buy a lot of canned beer. But now they've gotten into coffee. Yes. So their beans are really good. Trav got me, I think, the Paragon. I got all three Aurora types. and then a house blend. And I'm trying to remember which one was my favorite. They're all you. Your very favorite good. was Paragon. Yeah. Paragon and Aurora. And Aurora. You yeah. were like 1A, 1B. Yeah. But as someone told me recently, if you're saying 1A, 1B, well, whatever's 1A is number one. I guess so. So Paragon <laughs> was your 1A, but yes. really your number one. Yes. Yeah. And I have actually taken that and sent some treehouse beans to other friends um, because especially my friend Matt, who loves beer and didn't know and loves coffee and didn't know that Treehouse obviously had coffee. So that was a cool like welcome yeah. uh, housewarming gift for him. So if you know someone who likes beer and might know about Treehouse and they like coffee, pretty cool gift idea because a lot of people don't know that they've started mm -hmm. doing coffee because it's new. So yeah, Treehouse, cool. Yeah. Good coffee. Good beer. Good beer. I mean, what great more? Great beer. Yeah, great beer. Would you say great coffee? Yeah, I would say great coffee. It was one of my favorite coffee beans I had all year you know if you're just doing it at home which most of us were this year not going out to coffee shops very much you know i use the french press mostly and it was probably the best coffee i had in the french press this year Ooh! before we get off coffee mm -hmm. i know mike who's watching mikey this year is watching mm -hmm. this who is my coffee one of my coffee go-to's when i'm sourcing new stuff for heather um is starting to roast his own beans i know my other buddy baldo oh, really? is starting to roast his own beans. Is that something that you think you would get into? I don't think so. Okay. I feel like <laughs> I might get into really? that. Really? I love, love the coffee. Search. You love I love the search and I love the idea mm -hmm. of coffee. Just still to this day, mm -hmm. do not like the flavor. Yeah. But I could see myself wanting to roast my own beans. All right. Well, hey. I'm, I did buy you an espresso maker because I want to learn I'm how to make board. all these coffee drinks mm -hmm. too. So yeah. I'm like diving deep. I'll be a barista who doesn't drink coffee. I love it because I can only benefit from this. That's right. All right. <laughs> You're number six. My number six. This year at home, we did a lot of cocktail making in the beginning of That's quarantine true. before Trav went on his hard 75 or 75 hard. 75, 75 hard. hard. Where he wasn't drinking for like half the year. Um, so this was back really in April. When March, April, May. March, April, May. But mostly April because I went, before we recorded this live, I went back on our stories archives because I knew that I shared a lot and I reshared them. It was just fun to kind of look back in the month of April because we were at home, of course, deep into uh, quarantine life where you couldn't even go out at all, really. Uh, and we stocked up, which was very hard to do, stock up on liquor in Pennsylvania because... I, I mean, I might as well jump in with a funny <laughs> yeah, story here. Please Pennsylvania do. liquor stores were closed. Yes, they closed completely. Because they are... It's run by the state. It's government employees. They were worried that if government employees got COVID or something happened, you know, they'd be in a, a whole mess. So they closed the stores down. 
They were supposed to implement an online ordering thing, but it was mayhem. And somehow my dad, who not that he's not adept at using computers, but like he went on one time, was able to place an order and then go pick it up. I tried for like 20 straight days and it would always say, yeah. you know, this is timed out. This is timed out because everyone was trying to order. So overwhelming the amount of people trying to buy liquor because everybody's at home. Yes. So I mean, <laughs> in PA, it was really weird that most people couldn't get liquor because you can only buy liquor. If you're not from Pennsylvania, you can only buy liquor at the state stores. You cannot buy it anywhere else. So people couldn't get their liquor. Neither could we, but I kind <laughs> of got in this idea of wanting to make craft cocktails. So I talked to my buddy, Sean Ogle, uh, cool website that he has slightly pretentious.co check it out if you like craft cocktails it's all about in-home craft cocktails and his quest to go to the top 100 bars in the world mm-hmm. cocktail bars in the world and so he's i said dude give me what a good home bar should have and he gave me a list so i drove down to our neighboring state of delaware which of course everyone knows now because yep. our boy joe biden that's right from delaware which i guess well, not it- our boy just <laughs> uh you know <laughs> Delaware's America's boy. boy, a Delaware's uh, boy, Wilmington, half of, Delaware's half of boy. America's boy. Um, so Wilmington, Delaware is right outside of Philadelphia. And I mean, technically, I guess you're not really supposed to buy alcohol in Delaware and drive it back to Pennsylvania. Well, I mean, and also, uh, you know, this was a huge deal this time because a lot of people were doing it. So people were saying, don't do it, Trad. They're going to be sitting at on the highway ready to pull you over because there's a huge <laughs> liquor nervous. store, Total Wines, <laughs> right across the border of PA and Delaware. Uh, so I took all these back roads. I didn't go on the highway. I took all these back roads. I went, um, I went, I had placed an order, but then I wanted to buy some stuff in store. So I went in store. I'm like, are they going to let me buy with a PA license? You don't know. This is beginning of COVID. No one yeah. has any idea what the rules are. There's yep. all these gray areas. They didn't care at all. I get into the parking lot. I I'm, I'm looking around thinking, <laughs> does anyone see me? It's raining. I felt I felt like it was out of a movie. It's raining. Yeah. I saw no cop cars. Like we're back in prohibition and you're yeah. smuggling. Well, alcohol. I was worried because I thought I have a PA license. They're going to know I'm taking back right. in PA. As I'm leaving the parking lot, I see a cop call, car pull in. I'm uh-oh, is he following me? So I like drive around the parking lot, pretend to go into another like <laughs> store or that I'm parking there. He leaves. I go all the back ways home. No one cares. Yeah. So we stocked up for our home bar. Yes. From Delaware. So that brings me to my actual number six. And I, I mean, there were a lot of drinks that we made at home. I'm trying, I'm looking at my list now and I see that I have, my number six is the bourbon sour, sorry, that you made, which was, I think one of the first drinks that you made. We, we tried to like bourbon because before this year or sorry, before 2020, now we're in 2021. Before 2020, we didn't really drink a lot of bourbon, nor did we like bourbon. So we thought we would ease in with a fun drink, which was the New York Sour. It was so good. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was so delicious. So that was my number six. It's a regular bourbon sour, and then you float red wine on the top. So not only is it delicious, it looks cool. Yeah, that's and to me, the fact that I could use, I went, of course, got the first thing I bought even before any alcohol was the big ice mm-hmm. balls, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so apparently you can only really put that in, in drinks like this bourbon sour, according to my buddy, Sean, you can't use it on gin drinks and things like that, I mean, I did. which, yeah, I mean, we do, but that's, you know, not cocktail status etiquette, quo yeah, or cocktail etiquette. So we were making these bourbon, sour, these New York sours, which is bourbon. Well, it can be any, it can be whiskey, but we were using bourbon cause we wanted to like bourbon, bourbon, lemon juice, simple syrup. And then mm-hmm. you pour red wine on a spoon 
that then goes on top of it. So it floats on top, as Heather mentioned. Mm -hmm. Again, whiskey or bourbon you can use. Uh, Looks really cool. Tastes good. Uh, Yeah, it was a hit. Yeah. And it's easy to make, too. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. You know, you can impress someone who doesn't know much about cocktails, i.e. us, with Mm -hmm. this drink because they think it looks super fancy, but it's really just for ingredients. it's really cool. So, So, all right, that's your number six was the New York Mm -hmm. Sour. Number five. My number five is my all-time... Probably favorite cocktail, just of of all time. A margarita. Yes. All right. (laughs) I love margaritas so much. They're my favorite cocktail, and we drink a lot of them. Stop looking at my list. I'm not looking at your list. Where are your eyes going? I don't know. To your drink, probably at the timer. Okay, my goodness. I'm trying to keep an eye on the time on the road caster. Um. I have no idea what's on your list, except I did kind of see the Stop number looking. five, now you're which looking. is bizarre. Now you're looking. Oh, geez. She's ruining so it, folks. Sorry. Note for the audio, Heather's looking at my list. <laughs> Margaritas, homemade, on the deck. And I will shout out to this because I have pressed my own lime and made the simple syrup. It's very tedious. It takes a lot of limes to make yes, a margarita. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. In, a lot. There's not that much yeah. juice in the lime no, when you really get no. down to it. And I was using like the ceramic little juicers. So it took forever. So, you know, whatever. Maybe that's for some people. For me, my favorite is the Trace Agave's margarita mix because it is just simply agave syrup and lime. And it's really good. It tastes really fresh, organic, natural. They also have Trace Amigos tequila, which is pretty good too. But Trace the, Agaves. Sorry, Trace Agaves. Um, the, mix the mixer. Is, the mixer is the best mixer I have found out there. So, Yeah, I know some people might uh, put their nose in the air. If mm-hmm. they're more than slightly pretentious, mm-hmm. they'll put their nose in the air and say, oh, you have to do your own line. But yeah. For the uh, cost benefit mm-hmm. of buying a thing that you mm-hmm. can just glug, 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 pour in versus doing your own lime. I mean, I'll gladly drink a margarita with someone who hand uh, yes. juice their own limes. And in but fact, when it comes to me having to yeah. having to satiate this girl who goes through margaritas like okay. every five minutes. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, it takes me the amount of time it takes her to drink a margarita. It takes me that amount of time to actually get the lime juice. So, and um, I will say another pro tip, life hack, what have you, when we were in quarantine, this was before we even moved to the beach house, I had a margarita for the first time and you know, the kids wanted to go on a walk for the first time. Sorry, not for the first time, but like maybe the first time that year, you know, like okay. it was, we were not at the beach. It was kind of a warm day. Okay. Maybe April. Yeah. May. And I know that the kids wanted to go for a walk and I was like, well, you know, I just made this margarita. Why don't I go put it in my Yeti for the walk? I mean, I guess that's also illegal in Pennsylvania. So we're really coming out oh to doing gosh. some illegal things, but Uh-oh. I put the margarita I hope the state police aren't listening. <laughs> in the Yeti cup game changer. Because it, it stays cold. stays so cold. It was amazing. So uh, that's also probably not that classy because it's not a fun little glass. But We didn't say we were classy. Yeah. We just saw, told you we'd tell you our favorite drinks. Yeah. All right. So I'm ready to give my number five and hop in here. Um, finally, that uh, that yeah. I, I just didn't have a lot of drinks. But my number five, <laughs> and you said you saw this so one. Lame. Well, my number five is the most grandpa, like old man, boring thing that mm-hmm. any human can tell you. But that is 
water. So lame. And let me just give you a little behind the scenes on his list. It has an exclamation point after it. Why the exclamation point? I don't know point? why the exclamation point. That's a good question. <laughs> That's why my eye was kind of like, what is he that saying? Exclamation that exclamation point. Like Pulled exclamation her in. Point. Water. Water is on my list. Here's why. I drank so much water this year. Part of the 75 mm. hard program was no matter what your weight is, because usually I tell you the amount of ounces of water you should drink is your body weight cut in half. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you should drink 100 ounces of water. Fine. The guy who runs 75 hard says, I don't care what you weigh. You need to be drinking a gallon of water a day, which a gallon, I believe it's either 128 or 132 ounces. I can't remember. Now. I think it's 128. Um, that's a lot of water, even for someone who's used to drinking water like myself. So I, when I did this program, I was drinking. You have to make sure in order to hit a gallon of water a day, you have to start drinking when you wake up and you have to be very diligent about it. But what I did find one, I woke up and had to go use the bathroom a ton during the night. That's not a cool side benefit. But just drinking a lot of water, and I'm not going to go off the deep end here. I'm just going to say this. Everyone knows. Super healthy for you. Mm -hmm. And when I don't now, because I'm not following this program, there are days like yesterday, for example, I just forgot to drink water throughout the day. I, I had a little bit of a headache. I just feel a lot better and a lot more energized. And my mm -hmm. body actually does feel better when I'm consistently drinking a lot of water. So yeah, it's boring, but I'm telling you, if you make a conscious effort and you don't have to do a gallon, do a hundred ounces or, or take your body weight, cut it in half. That's fine too. do that. If you drink that much water, you're going to feel like you're <clears throat> like your body is like you're cleaning out, you know, mm -hmm. like you're feeling, you're feeling good. So yeah. What a way to start the water, new year, man. 2021. Water. Get your water in everybody. Come on. A lot of you guys have new year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. Throw water on the list too. All right. So not, not that cool, but practical yeah, not that sexy but and i am going to be 38 in two days so I can, the old man thing that's okay yeah I can you're allowed. An old man you're allowed. all right your number four okay my number four is just such a yummy drink i mean i don't like it as much mm. as a margarita but it feels really celebratory and that is a french 75 oh i i love french i I like the idea of French 75s. Yeah. I wouldn't drink it all the time. No, not all the time. Uh, but it's so good. And we come from a family of big gin drinkers. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering <laughs> where you're going with that. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to We come from a family that is not French, is what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, that's true. We they are love, not French. They love gin. and um, Gin is my favorite spirit. Yes. Hands down. Yes. Like, it's not even close yes. for me. And we started you know, we've always drank gin and tonics, but you know, they can get a little boring. My dad drank out all the gin <laughs> at our wedding. And it was like halfway through the wedding comes up to me. And he's like, Hey man, where's all the gin? I'm like, uh, you and your five brothers who all kill gin. I, you tell me where all the gin is. Cause we bought like 10 bottles of gin. Um, yeah, they, we that, ran out of gin at our wedding. We, we, we should have known. We come by it honestly yeah. when we drink gin. Mm -hmm. I mean, man, my dad loves gin. Yeah. So it's just a fun drink. It also has champagne, which just makes you feel like celebrating yeah. um, or Prosecco, whatever. And it's it's light, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I remember lemon. having an awesome French 75, not this year, but when we were in Breckenridge, yes, Colorado. I think that's the first time I had one. I didn't even know about this drink. And we went to a nice restaurant for happy hour. Yeah. And it was like a and, little chilly out. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to drink it just when it's warm. Yeah. It's light, but you... Yeah, like we, we hadn't skied, but that's what I imagine I'd want mm -hmm. for an après ski. Like, mm. oh, let me just get a French 75 so after I've come down the slopes. You know, it's mm -hmm. like a bit refreshing. Yeah. 
It's a good one. So All I right, had so just a the French seventy five or a specific one this year. Well, so during quarantine, again, you know, we were making drinks and we hadn't seen my one sister Emily in a long time because she lives with my mother. And so we were not seeing her because we were afraid, you know, what if we inadvertently give my mom COVID and she's high risk. So the first time we saw my sister, we had a socially distanced happy hour in our backyard and I made a picture actually. Well, not a picture, but you know, enough. You made a picture of French seven. Well, <laughs> I'd be the first person ever to make a picture of French <laughs> seven. Really. You might be. I've never heard of a picture of French 75. Okay. Nicely make done. Three of them. So I just made six and you know, so I, I <laughs> in case we wanted to each. I, well, I understand the math. It's, it's just quarantine. A, the rationale okay. is awesome. And I just, I, I did put it in a small Ikea picture. And then I, you know, when we poured it, I put the champagne on the top. So it wasn't like a, you know, anyway, that French 75 batch, if you will, was my favorite because I just remember sitting outside with my two sisters uh, who I usually see all the time. And then, you know, not being able to see my sister M for those couple of weeks, months ish was tough. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, French 75. Great drink. Yes. Great drink. My number four, you've already talked about this, is just the idea of margaritas. Not <laughs> even a specific idea. margarita this year. Um, as you mentioned, margaritas on the deck. I did not drink much this year, but I did have a margarita on our deck. You had mm. a lot of margaritas on the deck. My gosh. Not. I, hey, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Just for the everyone to know, I'm not throwing shade. I'm just You're I'm just making saying. me sound like an alcoholic over here. Listen, there's 365. There was 366 days in last mm. year. Okay. It's not mm. even like you had one a day. I don't think. Uh, I don't know. Math's a little fuzzy there. Um, but yeah, mar just the idea of a margarita, mm -hmm. such a good cocktail. Easy, fun, and especially, obviously, when the weather's warm. Mm -hmm. There is not a cocktail that I want more than a margarita when you when you first get that. If you live somewhere that is somewhat cold mm -hmm. climate, when you first get that start of summer yes. or, or spring vibes and you think, all right, I can throw shorts on mm -hmm. or, or a skirt or whatever. And yes, please throw on a skirt. OK, I was just <laughs> fine. You could throw on lighter clothes Um and then you just say, and the sun, like maybe for the first time, the sun's really being down. Mm -hmm. You get a little hot. Margarita, man. And it used to be for me a gin and tonic. And I still love a good gin and tonic. Mm -hmm. But a margarita just has a bit more mm, going on for gotcha. me. Yeah. So my number four, a margarita. I haven't had enough okay. this year. Um, we are planning on going somewhere very warm weather in a couple of days, hopefully. Actually, um, not Mexico, but down to Costa Rica. But that's like, that's margarita weather. So number yeah. four, margarita. All right. Number my three. Number three. Basically, any drink I had on our deck at the beach house is my number three. Okay. Because whether it's Going big picture. water, which I did drink a lot of on the deck, but more like the wine or the margarita or the gin and tonic. I forgot to mention when we were talking about gin and tonics in 2020, we discovered elderflower liqueur. And using that in a gin and tonic just makes it extra special. So we did do that a few times. And coming up further on my list is a distillery that actually makes elderflower gin. Mm, okay. Yeah. So awesome. just drinking yeah. on the deck. I, I like that gin. And again, we are not by any means experts in wine. I would have considered myself getting close to being a, a, not an expert in brewing beer, but mm -hmm. but knowing breweries a couple of years ago, but that's fallen off. Um, but especially not liquor. You know, we're just mm -hmm. kind of wetting our feet 
wetting our feet. Mm. I don't I'm know. Not sure if that dipping works. our feet into the uh, dipping cocktail our toe. room, dipping, dipping our the toes toe into our in the cocktail room. But <laughs> um, I do like that gin is having a little bit of a moment, and they're and they're starting to make more craft gin and therefore more flavor gins. Now that being said, I have had a lot of flavor gins that I haven't really enjoyed more than regular gin. Mm -hmm. For example, we had a gin made of apples, which was good in very small doses, but I would never, you know, I wouldn't pick that to have all the time. So I, I, what I'm saying is I like that there's flavored gin. I think regular gin is probably, will probably always be my favorite, mm -hmm. but it's nice to be able to go out when we can do that again and get different flavored gin cocktails to try out what flavors you like with with gin. Uh, you know, and this speaking, because I like gin. I will say uh, I don't like Hendrix because it's mm. too cucumber, cucumbery for me. So I don't like, you know, you love, either love or hate Hendrix. Um, yeah, I like it. Oh, so you're just in the middle. You don't either love or hate Hendrix. No. Would you pick it though over like Bombay or Tangeray, like a, a a more regular gin? Probably not, but mostly okay. because I know you don't like it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, well, there, there's, there's my gin uh, okay. knowledge. That's it. That's all I got for all gin. Right. My number three, already mentioned, so we'll keep this short. The New York Sour. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, nice. just cool drink. Again, mm -hmm. just to refresh you guys, if you if you forget, bourbon, lemon juice, simple syrup, and then you take a spoon. And and you know you you pour red wine over the spoon so that it hits the Sits glass the and then floats yeah. on the top. Super Just easy looks drink. So cool. Yeah, impress your friends. And we are you specifically mm -hmm. really started taking to bourbon a bit. Um, I I thought it was okay, but you were like, I think I I think I'm gonna get into bourbon. Yeah, I, and I haven't really you know drank a lot of it this year, but when we were doing our craft cocktails at home, I was really into it. And yeah, once we, it got to be warmer weather, yeah, you, you kicked the off the margarita and wine train. But yeah. before that, you were you were doing quite a lot of bourbon. And yeah, yeah it was I liked fun. It. All right. Fun times. You're number two. So my next two are places that we went to pre-COVID. Uh, so we actually entered the doors of these establishments and had a cocktail at a bar, which is very <laughs> fun to do. Can I be fully transparent here? Yes. I completely forgot we had these experiences in yeah. 2020. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they're not on my list. So yeah. I would like to hop in a little bit here. Not allowed. Because I... If you don't remember... Oh, I they, thought you said not a lot. No, I, not, I allowed. not allowed. Not I mean, allowed. If you couldn't remember... No, I'm just kidding. It's of course crazy you can. that these experiences... Because we did go cocktail hopping in philly yes twice yes pre-covid i remember the one time with scott and baldo yeah um, and was there another time well we did go another time when we went to that play oh we was went that to in the, la the writer's block or whatever yes that was both in 2020 it yeah. man it's it's almost like does anyone <laughs> else feel like this let us know on instagram it feels like two completely different years because the yeah. experience was so different. Obviously, beginning of 2020 was quote unquote normal for most people. Um, I Everything pre-COVID, I, I didn't remember either of these. So yep. go ahead. I'll let you talk now. But I, I can't believe I forgot that because we did some actually cool cocktail yes. hopping in January and February. Yeah. Well, and you might remember the day that we were out with Scott in Philadelphia. You might remember more of the names of places because I just had two places. My number two is Bluebird Distillery, which actually started in the house where our home, the towns are <laughs> where our home is um, outside Philadelphia. But they have places in Philadelphia at the 
borough market, I think. The is Bourse the, the in Bourse, Philadelphia. Sorry. The, yeah, so they I'm now have a- London, the borough market. <laughs> no, the Bourse um, in Philly, which is a cool spot to go to. They have like a stand Yeah, there. Bluebird Distilling, as, as Heather mentioned, the original one is in our little hometown of Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. But um, we- they now have a few little outposts and their stuff is great. Yes. Like they brought craft cocktails to to our town. And, you know, there's a lot of places that do cocktails, but they, they'll they muddle it all. And like they do it for real. They make all their own um, alcohol. They have gin, they have bourbon, mm-hmm. they have whiskey, they yes. have a rye, they have everything's uh, vodka. You know, I don't, I, they're doing some sort of, I guess you can't call it rum tech or no, they do right. You could call it rum, yeah. but you can't call it tequila, but they have like at, an agave drink or mm-hmm. something. So they're doing a lot of cool stuff. Yes. And we love supporting really them. Really good, fresh ingredients in all of their cocktails. So it's really fun experience to go to any of their locations. Also great happy hour specials. Mm-hmm. Like they do really fun yeah. stuff to make it accessible. So you can go and get a 5 or $6 cocktail during happy hours mm-hmm. and try a few different yeah. things out. So that's a fun spot. Uh, so that was my number two. Bluebird Distilling. Yeah, man. That, yeah, I forgot because I actually, we went with Scott in Phoenixville and then we also went when we were in Philadelphia yes. as well the next day or mm-hmm. the day after. Just so to kind of see what the locations were like. When Scott, Scott, if you're listening, Scott Brills, <laughs> I did have him on the podcast. I think the podcast title was The Most Interesting Man in the World because he is. He, he had just come <laughs> off a 10-day silent meditation retreat and was ready to go. He, mm-hmm. he came to our house and said, I'm ready to go, man. And we went out and hit cocktails mm-hmm. and food hard for like three to five days. It was almost mm-hmm. like being back in college. You know, maybe that's why I went on then a detox after that. <laughs> but yeah, we went to some really cool places and, and did a lot of cocktails. So Bluebird mm-hmm. Distilling, mm-hmm. love it. My number two is a, a beer. I forgot that yeah. I had a beer on this list. I drank very little beer. Um, this year, I would even venture to guess probably less than 50 beers all year. Wow. Not 50 different ones, but like 50 glasses of mm-hmm. beer all year. And But one I had just recently, right before this year ended, when our friends came down to the beach house for Thanksgiving, we went out to what we think, we haven't been to a ton of the breweries in Wilmington yet, but the best one we have been to and, and kind of the the highest rated one is called New Anthem Brewing Company right in Wilmington. And they had a stout there. So they do a lot of good hazy IPAs. And so mm, I That's had a, true. I forgot that we had done one brewery. Yeah. Uh, and they their their hazies are very good. Very, very good. good. But they had a stout there and it was 13%. And luckily Ooh. my brother my buddy Crime, uh Crime one like I'm like, man, I'm not gonna get this stout. Are you this will kill me? Like I haven't been drinking for months, but I wanted to taste it because it sounded really good. He got it and poured some in a cup for me. So I was able to have like three ounces of stout. It was incredible. It was called the Path I Fear Stout. It was like a chocolate mm-hmm. milk stout. Wow. And thirteen percent. It tasted like a milkshake. It is probably the world's most dangerous milkshake. Mm. <laughs> oh, Heather. Reaching over. The, reaching over and hitting the mm button. Nice. Yes. So New Anthem Brewing Co., if you get down to Wilmington, check them out. You you can buy cans and stuff, but go to their brewery. It's a cool spot. They also have a tap room that right now during COVID is closed. It's like right downtown. And then their other spot is, you know, right next to downtown in a little bit of an industrial place next to Block Taco, which has great tacos. Oh, so good. Great so, little spot there. New Anthem, Block Taco, Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Yes, definitely. And your Number one drink of 2020. 
Well, remember I said they weren't really in any particular order. Wow. But <laughs> sorry. Whoops. Okay, <laughs> let, let's try this again. Your number one, but not really your number one drink of 20. Probably my number one experience with a drink. I mean, well, I don't know because drinking on the deck really is incredible and I did that the most. But for can we going- just, Can we just, for the, for, for everyone listening, yes, just, sorry. let's just try it oh, again. Okay, I'm Your sorry. number one drink of 2020, hands down, best ever, can unquestionably- the best experience you've had in 2020 with a drink is Blue Coat Distillery in okay. Phoenixville, or sorry, in Philadelphia. Yeah, you, I was going to say this. This I can't is awesome. get anything right today. This is number one. Right. This would be my number one. I completely forgot. This yes, is my number this, one. Even if you don't stump for it, you're not a blue coat stan. I'm a blue yeah, coat stan. Blue coat stan. No, it it definitely was um, the best experience I had with a drink because Blue Coat Distillery is from philadelphia based in philadelphia it's a really good gin you know not just because we love philadelphia um it's a great distillery and they opened a tasting room at this really cool place it's called uh, i'm thinking the met but it's not the met what is the it fillmore, the fillmore is a <laughs> concert venue they have like a comedy club and yes. a bowling alley there and then they opened their first tasting room in this complex which is right, right. by a bunch of our philly houses and we had not gone it, it's been open for a couple years yeah. and we kept saying we wanted to go and we never did luckily Thankfully, we did go at the end of February because mm-hmm. I'm sure it closed down right after that. Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous interior. Beautiful amazing, spot. amazing spot. And, and really delicious cocktails. Oh, I can't remember exactly fantastic. what I got because they were, you well, know, like really eight, cool. And, and this was pre-COVID, so we were all like tasting each other's. This was yeah, yeah, end of true. February. We were just drinking off each other's drinks. Can you imagine? No. I, now that gives me the heebie-jeebies. I barely drink off your drink. Um nowadays but anyway yes we went to blue coat uh distillery and just a beautiful spot really relaxing inside and we were there right at the end of the night so they were almost closing down and i forget that she gave us a free drink card for some reason yeah so this is actually a pretty (laughs) cool story and i'm glad this is your number one because i I had forgotten about i had wanted to this has been my favorite gin since Mm -hmm. they since they came out with it about five years ago i love it and when we realized they were opening this tasting room, we wanted to go for a couple of years and just never made it there for whatever reason. And so we were with my buddy, Scott, who I've mentioned. We took him around Philly mm-hmm. and and we had, we had all these places lined up to go. Mm-hmm. And actually he said, I want to go to this distillery. That was the number. He didn't know anything. And he mm-hmm. said, I just heard about this. And I said, yeah, we want to go there. Let's end the night there. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed and to- And I believe that Scott, after his 10 day silent meditation, was then going to do a course in- bartending or mix mixology course he was doing a mixology Something course so he was like very that. much into like very much into the, the craft cocktail. cocktail and he's like i've just heard this is great and we said oh we wanted to go to their tasting room forever mm-hmm. so we went out all day hit all these cocktails got awesome food it was a great day we went there last because it was a little further away from everything else and because it was supposed to be open till like midnight or something mm-hmm. so we walk in at 10 9 55 <laughs> and like hey guys really sorry um we're closing and we're like you're, you're closing? It's, aren't you usually open at midnight? It was like a Friday night. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, uh, something happened, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to be closing at 10 tonight. Uh, but you guys can go in and get one drink. And we didn't have to like beg. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So we were a little, they, they were really nice. We went in, we ordered a round of drinks. We were the only people in there. They brought out our drinks. And then they brought us out these free drink tokens. Mm-hmm. But they were like metal like really hard, like a metal credit card, really cool. And like, hey, all of you, because there's four of us, 
get a free drink on us next time you come. We're really sorry we're closing down. You know, something had happened with an employee or something and they had to close down. Um, and crazy enough, that probably was the last weekend or second to last weekend that they would have been open because it was the very end of February mm-hmm. and until COVID hit. So um, we got to get in there and do that. Another crazy part of the story, really? the other person with us, Baldo, now Baldo had said it was spending time in Philly. He doesn't live in Philly. He had been there for a week for training. He said, this is the sick, like I'm just getting over the sickness. This was the sickest I've ever felt. It was end of February. Mm -hmm. He definitely had COVID. He actually said to us, this is like the worst flu you can ever imagine that I'm just getting over. Mm -hmm. And obviously we didn't know then, but looking back now we think, oh my gosh. So we were out drinking in a bar with someone who had just gotten over COVID. Maybe possibly, yeah. We Crazy. made it through. What a weird, so like, strange. yeah, what a weird <laughs> hindsight is 2020 type thing. Mm-hmm. But blue coat distilling. Yes, blue, blue coat. coat. Right, because blue bird is another one that we like. Yep. So your number two is blue bird. Your number Correct. one was blue coat distilling. Yes. And that's it. That's a wrap. I, I got my number one. Oh, right. So oh, sorry. Lap. Is it water with lemon? Oh, oh, it's spindrift sparkling water. No. Uh, can you guys weigh in? Sparkling water, yay or nay? I'm yay. a huge nay to sparkling water. Heather is a huge mm. to sparkling water. And she's trying to turn our kids against me. Uh, no, not trying. Since they were infants, they've loved sparkling water. Yeah. Well, so, my number I mean, one, not sparkling water. I just got, I'll do this quick one. My best drink experience was one that you weren't there with me because I was in Nashville. And I went to a place called Bode in Nashville. And it's... It's just a cool spot that it's it's an old hotel or apartment box that they color that they colored black on the outside or painted black and they have like a cocktail bar in there and I just went out with our friends Tim and Natasha mm-hmm. owners of the firehouse mm-hmm. so that little trip that I went to in Nashville um if you listen to our best accommodations I gave them a shout out there and we just went out with these other friends um Kristen and Brian that they introduced me to and it was funny because we went out, we got cocktails and it was just a normal night, but fun. And they had good mm-hmm. cocktails. And we just sat and had one or two. What was crazy is after that, you know, little did I know that that would be one of the very few experiences where I would be out with random people mm-hmm. at a bar in all of 2020. So now when I think back of all oh, my best drink, I think, yeah, that seemed normal, like better than normal at the time. And now Totally unexpected because we don't have that type of experience in 2020. Um, Also, just want to say that Instagram has spoken and our friends on Instagram say, yay from Kalem about the sparkling water. Oh, come on. Huge yay. Sparkling water, yay, exclamation point. There's got to be other people out there who uh, maybe pod, maybe Instagram people love sparkling water. Maybe. Podcast (laughs) listeners, come on, back me up. Big nays for sparkling water. I just Please. don't understand. You're what? in the minority. First here. of all, it tastes horrible. And why are you paying for water? Come on now. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, super fun episode. We talked, yeah. we had more to talk about than I originally thought. Same. You really came for it. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you you know, 10 drinks. My big year of drinking, 2020. <laughs> big year. Who's you, with me? <laughs> you carried the show. Nicely done. Uh, don't forget, guys, we have three more parts coming. Best desserts, best meals, and best experiences. If you listen to a podcast, those will come out at, as normal. If you're watching on IG Live, we're going to roll into best desserts, and you'll be able to see best meals and best experiences over the next couple of days as well. Um, Instagram, let us know what was your top drink of 2020. We are not pressuring you to make it an alcoholic one. If it's yeah. water, that's fine. If it's sparkling <laughs> water... 
That's less fine to me, but still let us know. Um, what was your best drink or best drink experience of 2020? And if you're listening to this on the podcast, do us a solid in the new year. Leave us a review. We're trying to get to a thousand reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts. So that would be super helpful. We are at 750 right now. So guys, 250 more people could go do it right now. Leave us a review. Thank you guys so much as always for the support that makes us one of the top rated travel podcasts on iTunes. And until next time, happy free travels. And we forgot this old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way through, on my way through, I saw you and I'll see you again someday.